Welcome all to week 22, season three of the official UE podcast for Game 121. I'm your host, Terry. With me, as always, is Daryl. How's it going, mate? Good, sir. How are you? All good. All good. And as it's Daryl, oh, well, Daryl, you're up, obviously. Uh, I'm up. So this is his, that's it. This is uh, promotion party elect extravaganza. So joining us is fellow high flies in that league, Mr. Dave Hammond of Mines. How's it going? Good evening. All right. Indeed. All good. All good. And also on the cusp, the very cusp of also going up, hence why it's elect, Steve. We've got Steve Mason of Cole. How's it going, sir? Yeah, not too bad. Evening, gents. Evening. The best three uh, in Division Three. Yeah, that's what I was gonna just about to say. So, I pretty much all that. Yeah, yeah. Just it's just waiting on uh, Steve now. Just uh, what's it? So is it one point, Steve, re- remaining to go up? Uh, one point. Yeah, one more point, and then uh, all is well. If I know don't win all of their games, then all is well. So it's uh, it's not mathematically certain, but it's I'm feeling yeah, a hell of a lot it, more confident than I would have been seven weeks ago. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Quite, yeah, I mean, you've been you've been it, on a terrific run. It's been a very crazy seven weeks, like because it was really tight. It's been really tight, and now all of a sudden, yeah. like the three of us are pretty much broken away. I don't know how much of that is our skill, but I know because Percy had like quite a lot of injuries. Don't know what happened at Berlin, like in the middle part of the season, just kind of lost their heads. Fine, all of all, sort of hung around there. It's just consistency, but I think luckily me and Steve just we found our rhythm this back end the last seven eight weeks and just have, have romped it home so I, I think part of it's luck i'm not gonna lie with other teams dropping off but we've had to win our games which we have so and 94th minute equalizers listen <laughs> i don't even know how it got to he's that. not bitter like, he's not bitter just, at all. like not I, bitter oh, i'm at sure all augsburg set up well and i did change my system i tried to keep hold of the ball and play through the middle without sabitzer so it was probably not the thing to do. I should have probably played more wide. I, you know, I, I don't know. I changed what I normally play like. I think out of my brain thinking I have to win this one, and I should have just gone with what I've done. It's one of them, you know, when the nerves get better of you. Like I'll change it, mix it up. He won't be expecting it, and I shouldn't have. But you know, I've got everyone back from injury now. I can't really blame injuries because they haven't been so bad. I had like three or four people. Up. They're all back now. So try and chase Dave down. I suppose is the goal for the next three. Is that is that something you're actually going to go for then? You're actually active, actively going to go for the title, or are you just going to wind it down now? You're promoted. It's yeah. Is it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, time time to test things, sort of thing. Yeah, you know you know, I've got what's... I've got Feyenoord this week. If I beat Feyenoord, and uh, if, if Dave gets a draw or something, I'll think about it. Like I, I will. I'll, I'll play my strongest. I'll play my normal way. You know, I've got four very tough games. I'm really pleased that I'm up already because I've got Feyenoord, Berlin. Lockeren and Cohn. So I've got the top six in my Oof. last four games. Literally the four, the like three of the four guys chasing us, you know? Um, so yeah, we'll see. I've got the toughest running. So I, I don't think I will. I'll be, I'm, I, the goal was always just to go up, you know? So yeah. I, I've achieved yeah. what I wanted to do, you know? And how about yourself, uh, Dave? Which, you know, you obviously pretty much got the title in the bag now. Um, was that you sort of your goal at the at the start of you know when you, when you sit yeah you, you very first got in the league and you yeah you see how it all how it all looked did you did you sort of was it a, pl- a plan for promotion or you know go really putting a big uh, big effort in for the title? The plan was just to finish above Devil, to be honest with you, you know, as always. 
when when have I become this big fucking scalp? When did this become? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? This is this is not how these games go. That's not what happens. Do you know what I mean? I'm always the bridesmaid in this game. That's what exactly what Callum Lang told me to tell you tonight. <laughs> of course he did. I spent yeah. five years finishing second to him. <laughs> yeah, it was Aberdeen or something, wasn't it? Yeah, he was him. I was Aberdeen. And yeah, he, I just always second. I was better than everyone else, just couldn't catch Callum. I'd always bottle it at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, you might bottle it and finish third this season. Do you know what? Top three is fine. The form, the form you're on, Steve, <laughs> I wouldn't, it wouldn't shock me. The form that you've been on, you've really, you know, all jokes aside, I know we all banter, but you've probably been, you've come from nowhere because you had slipped down to what, six or seventh at one point? And now to yep. see you just romping home, like, yep. you know, yeah. I would say you yeah. probably got a yeah. better chance of chasing, with my run-in and that silly draw I got this week, I would say you've got a better chance of chasing Dave, <laughs> like all jokes aside. But yeah, you've been yeah. been amazing, you know? Yeah, what would you, what would you put uh, the sort of turnaround? I mean, that that's something you know. Obviously, as we do the podcast each week, and we see, and obviously because you know, I do keep an eye with Daryl in there. Yeah, that that's been one major thing in the last sort of 10, 11 weeks. Yeah, the consistency you've had, Steve, has been very, very good. What would what would you put that down to? Are you sort of been injury free, just or just got it, the team clicking, a couple of decent signings come in? What, what would you put that down to? I haven't been injury free. I've had two players out. Tadic and Chibi, who they've been out since before this whole thing started. Really, they had two long-term injuries and they're only just now coming back. But honestly, I'd only, I'd put it down to a change of focus because originally I was trying out different things. I knew what formation I was playing and which type of tactics I wanted to play with them and that type of thing. But the inconsistency was doing me head in. And the main thing that I found that was matching the inconsistency of my results was the inconsistency of the state of mind and the morale within the team. So totally changed my focus on that. Went after that, started playing friendlies every week because I'd been knocked out the cup competitions weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And just after doing that, getting the vast majority of the squad up to superb slash motivated. And yeah. I have been lucky with regards to suspensions and other things. I've had very, very few. They are starting to kick in now, and I haven't had many other long-term injuries. I've had a few niggles, but no. I, the biggest thing, well, two biggest things. One is focusing on the state of mind of the team has massively benefited the actual form of the team because it just seems to have went hand in hand with the consistency. Didn't realize state of mind was as massive a thing in the game engine as it apparently is. And two is just invested a hell of a load in basically putting essays on the, the first team players. Or just you know things like pro and various other things. Just you know, sell somebody 20, 30 million, three points bank. There goes pro on somebody. All of a sudden, their AR every week's going up by one or two percent, three or four or five percent. And overall, it's just made a massive, massive difference. That and thankfully, the main fellow who's managed to stay injury free is Teelman. Because if I didn't have his goals, he's I ain't sitting here in third he's... in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, absolute monster that guy though as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's that, but it's the state of mind. Since I started focusing on that, when I started that run from Division 4, because oh. I started talking to, I talked to three, four players every week. I used the bottom three, four slots to talk to any player that's under-motivated. Doesn't matter what, even if, like, my full first team, I'd talk to someone in the reserves, you know? 
Um, yeah, 100% agree. And it's made 100%. massive, massive difference. You know, I, I started talking, I got in the fullbacks, which is what I was crying about the whole first season. I got in the fullbacks, I put the karma keeper in, and I talked state of mind. Everything's just kind of gone off from there, to be fair. Would it, would it be a uh, bittersweet, Steve? Um, obviously, yeah, your partner, Louise, managing Kong. Not probably not well. Yeah, I, I think it's probably near enough impossible for her to to go up now. Um, it would be a bit bittersweet, or are you going to sort of enjoy the sort of bragging rights a little bit of of uh, being being away? I mean, you finally got a win over her. It only took three seasons to get a win. Um, <laughs> so, At least she can remind you of that, can't she? <laughs> you know, I mean, technically, you know, I've played six and won one. That's relegation form in the private league that only really matters. So, no, there's not that many bragging rights at the end of the day. But no. uh, Lou's done a, She's done a cracking job of building, but she's trying to reshape things at the minute because one or two of the players who were really good last season, but she just missed out on promotion, were a bit getting a bit long in the tooth this season. So she's decided yeah. to reshape a few things. But, no, I mean making the wild assumption that I do go up, then I will miss the Derby Day. But by the same token, I won't miss losing on Derby Day. It's all right. I'll, 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 I'll beat you twice for her. Don't worry. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, next, like, next, next season, when she's got obviously her team set and Percy's got his injuries out of the way, I think Berlin and Lockwood next season are going to be very, very strong. In that division, that's yeah, because that's what I was going to ask you, you guys next is like, who do you see as like, yeah, the the candidates for going up for next season? Um, I mean, like, yeah, obviously, Fire and have been have been doing bits lately, and obviously, I was going to say, Steve is Luis is on a really nice run after sort of like that mid season blip. See, a really nice consistent run lately. Um, do do you see them two as like sort of potential headliners for the season next year? I think they'll definitely be in the mix and. If they're not the one who really got themselves to blame, because fine, you know, they've got a cracking squad and, you know, two, some of the best wingers that are in the game. So I think sort of, you know, 40 PV, 10 speed wingers. What more do you want? Really? And, you know, then they've got two of the buggers as well, just to make it interesting. But, <laughs> Lou's got a good team, but she's got decent depth as well, which hopefully with the right end of the season rises, it'll uh, do her well next season. But obviously Lockerin, if he stays a bit injury free, he's got to be in the mix next season. If Grunningen can score goals, yeah. He has to be in the mix next oh, season. And then, you know, this is... Club Bruges as well, because, you know, they lost their manager halfway through this season. The new guy who came in didn't quite know what he was doing with the game, as nobody would when you're a newbie. But their team is absolutely yeah. superb. It's a, when it's you a the... Stephen Oliver team, you know. Like yeah, he's yeah, absolutely. And, and they were tough. Like, they beat me at the beginning of the season. They're a really good team. You know, yeah, to be fair, Augsburg that I played, if Augsburg can stay up, he has a cracking team as well with the right rises. Yeah. You know, they're very good teams down there. Like, it would yeah. be tough. But it, I think if Berlin and Lochran weren't pushing hard for it, they, they would have failed a little bit, you know. But as you say, yeah. Groningen, the way he sets up, if he gets a guy that can score in that system, he'll be dangerous because he sets up so tight. So tight. Like, yeah, I remember yeah. you saying oh. before you played him, you you wasn't looking forward to it because he's, he's very no, hard to break down. Very hard to break down. Very hard. He just needs goals. He doesn't concede any. He just needs someone that can score him, and and he'll he'll go far. But I'm kind of glad to leave some of these behind because I think with the right rises, another season in Division Three, there's going to be four or five teams, you know, coming from the bottom, like Bruges, like Augsburg, Strasbourg are a good team. Yeah, Rapid Vienna, Liam's doing a great job there, you know. Um, that Sado he's got up front is an animal. So, yeah, 
I'm glad to be out of it and I can go and beat Lewis twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he goes down, he's uh, he'll go down. Gonna, he'll you're, go you're down not gonna let him you're not gonna let him forget about that anytime <laughs> soon, are you? <laughs> no. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 been it's an interesting season though. I mean, like yeah, only sort of like other sort of spot that's up for grabs in your league is obviously at the bottom of the league. Uh, I think it's yeah, it's very obvious. Uh, Willem the second and uh, Schalke are both down. Yeah, uh, big big battle on still though. Augsburg and Strasbourg one point separates them, twenty five and twenty six points. Uh, Antwerp and Bruges still yeah, a couple couple of teams there still in the mix for going down. I mean. What 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 do you what's your thoughts on that, guys? Where'd you see that battle going? I oh, no. I, th- I think Antwerp will go down. Ooh, really? Yeah, I do. I think the other teams are starting to figure out what their best teams are and stuff. You know, like Strasbourg, big win this week against Feyenoord. Augsburg, very good team, set up really well against me. Like. You know, I, I equalized in the 94th minute and it's not because I wasn't trying. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I had a really good squad out and he just set up really, really well with a really good team. You know, there was, you know, I, he'll probably be the happier to have got a point out of it, 100%, but I'm quite happy to have got a point after seeing how he set up and stuff. And I just think they're starting to figure out their teams better than he might be. So I think for me, I think Antwerp go down. Uh, gents, what would be your opinions? Oof, well, it could be anyone, really. I, I played Club Bruges this week. Um, and yeah, what a team he's got. Um, obviously, doing the due dil- diligence of uh, scouting the last uh, few matches of his, he's changed his tactics up and maybe now he's got them spot on. So I'm probably meeting him at the wrong time. Or the right or the time right for being Steve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, never, right. it's never over yet. Not <laughs> but there's just the inconsistency down there means it could be, it could be anyone, really. It could be. I, I couldn't pick it. It's tough, isn't it? It's because it's, it's so close. I mean, like, this, well, it's uh, two, two points separates, like, four, uh, four, sorry, four or five points separates the. Uh, bottom sort of four or five teams it's it's very very close yeah it's mad to think that Lockerman are only six points out of the relegation zone crazy enough it really is it just shows that everybody in that sort of section just took points off each other this season Mm. yeah I was just thinking is is, uh, how have you found the league because it looks like you've all been able to sort of at times been been able to beat each other by the looks of it I've only lost to do these two crap pots. <laughs> his, his only losses were me and Steve, yeah. <laughs> That's why you got me on, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, me and Steve can't get something for coming second and third, all right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's it was keeping out of that... Um, trying to keep out of that, trying to go on a run. Like I spent a lot of time like looking at fixtures and seeing like the group of games where you really need to make sure you get nine points out the next three and stuff because you get little runs, you know, like if I had not been up at this point going into these last four games, I'd be nervous as all hell because Feyenoord, Berlin, Lockeren, good teams, Köln, good team. You know, I wouldn't have wanted to be chasing promotion playing those four because they're capable of beating anyone, you know? Yeah, yeah, very much so. Very much so. 
That's a move uh, moving on. Obviously, I yeah, we'd have to do our due diligence and do the usual. How did we get on this week then, gents? <laughs> we can pretty much see yours anyway. But oh yeah, go on, go for it. Go for it. Uh well, Darryl, do you want to, do you yeah, want to kick off? I uh, I drew one all. Um I double, yeah, I, I, I don't know what <laughs> I was thinking. So I dropped pressure play and doubled up. I, I put keep possession in instead to just try and hold the ball at home. And where it got me slightly better ratings, it just seemed to slow me down too much. That's not how I've played. Like we play like the goals. and Yeah, it just feel like it's a bit more high tempo, you know? Um, and I felt that reading. And I think that's where I made a mistake. Um he doubled up on keep possession, so the game probably was just fucking slow. Um, I don't know why he played offside trap against me, which is probably why Armstrong scored, because it just doesn't make any sense to do that against me. Um, but the ratings were up, so it's like, ugh. But yeah, I was uh, at the end of it, I'm happy for a draw. And I think it was fair, because I think Augsburg set up quite well um, for, for the match, seeing where they are in the league to me. Uh, but yeah, Waddle, ninety fourth minute. He'll probably he'd probably cursing me all of Tuesday to be <laughs> on Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday as well. Probably still now. Actually, <laughs> he's probably still cry, crying in his Chinese right now. But the, the the only bad thing really to come from it is Anua, who had to come in for injuries, broke his leg. He's fractured his leg. I think that might be oh the legend's out. The legend is is broken. Um, yeah, he's he's, he's out. So it's a bit gutting, but everyone's back from injury. He's done his job over the three years. So, but yeah, yeah he deserves a little seven, seven, he eight does. week break. Though. Yeah, I'll stick him in the reserves. He can captain the reserves and see his um, Brett's career. That's right. it. <laughs> <laughs> little, little holiday to uh, to a haven. In, in my mind, part. I would have made him player <laughs> assistant manager. I think that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That could be a, a future essay for Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coaching stuff. <laughs> oh, we're gonna get we're gonna get so much shit now. Stop asking him to add stuff to the game. Yeah, leave Ben alone. <laughs> Cut him some slack. <laughs> oh god. Oh, uh, how about yourself, uh, Dave? How did you get on? Uh, back to winning ways. Thankfully, beat Rapid Vienna three-two. Good performance. Um, probably had enough to win by a bit more, but uh, he's got a decent team to be honest with you. <laughs> Then he's got uh, that top goal scorer, Saidu. Yeah. Who scored again. Yeah. He's got, what, 25 now this season. So he's he's not bad. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, the important thing for us is the youth team won, but more importantly, the youth, the reserve team won and the youth team won um, because he was top in the youth league. So we overtook him. So fingers crossed oh. we can win now. You points? Absolutely. That's what you're, you're, you're in it for. You know, is it three UE points and is it 300 Karma as well? Oh, I don't know. I, I've never took it seriously. I probably should. <laughs> I, probably, I probably should. I did in season one. I think I won the reserves and, and, the, and the, top, uh, the second division. But uh, I, I've never took it. I've basically sold everyone since then, Jester. I, I literally had... I say, I think I said to you the other week, wasn't it, Daryl? Uh, it might have been a uh, mirror, actually. I can't remember. I was talking to someone... So saying that I basically have the worst youth team probably in game one, two, one. <laughs> so I think there's barely anyone over 50 rated because I've sold everyone just to add cash. Wow. But once, I, once I've got all the essays, there's a couple of plays, I think two or three, I want to add uh, essays to, and then, then I'm done and I'm happy then. So yeah. And then I'll start rebuilding. 
Uh, yeah, Steve, how, how did you get on, sir? 4 1. One away from Antwerp. So I'll take that. <laughs> Quite happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just tweak the tactics a little bit. They seem to work. Um, not sure whether Antwerp didn't manage to send the turn or not because there was no master tactic in there from them, which was a bit of a surprise. But again, I'll take it. I can only beat what's in front of us. And yeah, good performance in the team. Changed a few of the players out because, you know, it's, It'll rotate things a bit because there's a lot of players racking up those disciplinary points now. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, once we get that extra point before the end of the season, then I'll relax most of it anyway because I'll be able to go up. But we'll have to see what happens. But yeah, good win for that. Reserves a new team are a lost cause this season. I stopped looking at them a long, 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 long time ago, which yeah. is a cardinal sin because I normally enjoy trying to build them up, but just haven't had the time to do it this season. So I have to focus on the first team and. Yeah, it's paying off dividends for them, but I think my youth team will give yours a run for its money, Terry. <laughs> I, I'll I, have to send you the screenshot of mine late, later. I looked it's at my reserve team wonderful. and youth team too late. Like, we've done all right the last few weeks. I started so badly because I was just focused on setting up in Division 3. But I do try. Yeah. I think I'm like fifth or sixth. I've done, I, had a good I, I, I did try for a bit from the reserves, but then I had some decent plays in there and I started getting like the 10, 15 million pound rest of the world bids. And it's like, Ugh, yeah, go on, we'll let them go. We can always replace them. But I just haven't found anyone to replace them in my scouting. So but hopefully we'll get there. But yeah, it sounds like good weeks all round. I had an exceptional week. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, why, just a little bit. That? Uh, abs. <laughs> well, I'll, yeah, I'll just, you know absolutely wipe the floor with a full strength Manchester City side yeah. <laughs> <You check out. laughs> oh god full strength no suspensions or injuries um, yeah, we absolutely trounced them um, no uh, yeah it, it was it was a really really good tactical tough tie exactly what I'd expect from Amir um, uh, he won the first leg 2-1 I won Second leg, two one. Uh, I won at mine, but obviously it goes into extra time, and we nut, we snuck the uh, third goal to win it and go through. Um, yeah, excellent, excellent result. Uh, both had, I think, both legs we had a lot of suspensions. I think I had two suspensions in the first leg, uh, two in the second. He had, but he had three in the second. And all of it was in his defence, so it was a bit brutal on him. Um, I don't think there's anything too wrong in who he brought in. I think he still has. I mean, his midfield and attack is probably up there with the best. Um, but I, th- I think that his his options that he had left to put in defence left some sort of tactical. Uh, how could you put it? Like uh, little little um, little things I could take advantage of, which I did. Did he um, bring the Benfica boss at all? <laughs> oh he yeah 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 he definitely tried to shit house uh, but i can see i could see why he would park the bus it was you know he yeah. had like three 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 defenders out and it was a case of i think if he could limit me he still played two up top though and one of us being berardi who's 107 40 yeah. um so he definitely had the, the the people to do that but then I, I changed again sort of formation and tactics um to do something completely different um and yeah i just went for it just went for it and and yeah got got a really good win against someone I, I i would consider being one of the better ones in the game so yeah massively chuffed to get in through there and then i saw my draw against art media next and I thought oh fucking great you know um <laughs> that, that that side is absolute filth you know well well done to to andy hare isn't it mm, absolutely yeah. filthy side 
So yeah, yeah, that's that's now operation but out of the frying he pan. Hasn't, you know? <laughs> he hasn't lost in the league still. Twenty-two games in, he's had one yeah, draw. Yeah, I, I'm not. Like, I've looked at his team. I li- literally glanced at it and I was just like, yeah, we're just going to shut that. I'm not even going to think about it because I don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's like, um, yeah. So that weren't great. Uh, in the league, we won three-two against Atalanta. Keeps us keeps us involved in the league league title shouts, but. I think we kind of got one eye still on the Champions League, so it's it's been difficult. I I have to juggle. So I've got players like um what you were saying there, um both both Steve and Dave. It's you know that accumulation of cards and stuff like that. It's it's a shame the game doesn't separate between league and cup and all. That, but I I know that would be really difficult. Um, yeah, it's just it's a pain in the ass. It it's sort, of, it sort of spoils it a little bit, but. But, you know, we're all in the same boat. Everyone knows this, the score when they get involved. So, yeah, and they know this is a possibility. So, yeah, it's just frustrating. But, yeah, uh, Brozovic with two late free kicks for me against uh, Atalanta gave, gave us the win and kept us sort of in the shout, in the mix. So, yeah, really good result. Quite happy with that. Nice. And I won't, I won't shithouse Amir anymore. No, do it. <laughs> well, at least not on the it. podcast anyway. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely definitely on WhatsApp because he loves it and he's just as bad. He does. Exactly. <laughs> he would be all over you, to be fair. Oh mate, he'd be he'd be if he'd beaten me this week, he'd be like phoning me every day saying I'm coming on the he would he'd be insisting on coming on the podcast. <laughs> just just to you know. Or, or like he'd be tying up with you to do an intro that I wouldn't know about or something. <laughs> oh dear. His league game was very, very interesting as well because he played completely different to what he played well, against. This, this is actually an interesting point, Dave, because um, <laughs> it's actually there's something that, uh, that got brought up, um, a topic, and it sort of relates to this. And uh, it's, it's the first topic to just sort of discuss tonight. Um, and it's, uh, you know, uh, Steve sort of mentioned it, the uh, Rangers manager. A discussion for you on the podcast if you fancy it. Thoughts on setting up a team without fullbacks or wingbacks or any real defensive tactics to cover the fullbacks and wingbacks. So uh, Amir played a 3-5-2 system with no wingbacks, no fullbacks, um, no support defence, you know, which most people usually do for the wingbacks, uh, I believe. Let me see. I'll make sure he didn't. Uh, yeah, yes, he didn't. Uh, you know, most people normally do that as well. Um, well... Yeah, uh, yeah. So, what, what, what's your thought? What's your take on that, guys? Anyone that played was it game one hundred? Chris Wilkinson, that was Palermo. He yeah. played three five two with no fullbacks or wingbacks. He was wingers, and he remember his team. I don't know if anyone was in game one hundred. Like he would put his I, reserves no, up for Selwyn. Everybody would snap him up. Like that team was filthy, and that was three five two. Um, I well, I, I don't well, have well, a problem with it. Like I've never. If you've got tackling. Wingers, I don't know. Like, I, I've never had an issue that it would shit out or it's broken or anything myself. Okay. Wasn't it Callum that um, cried about this earlier in the uh, in game one, two? <laughs> no one cares. See, no one remembers when Callum cries because he's such a bitch. He cries all the time. You, only, you, should, you, only, you should hear him you confessing remember. love drunk at 3 a.m. It's, <laughs> it's fucking pathetic. You know, it's pathetic. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think it was. I mean, it's a realistic formation, though, isn't it? Like, no. I, I think it. I think it is in the in. Uh, just you know, be interesting to get you 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 guys' thoughts on it. <clears throat> my my sort of thought was, if you're not exploiting something, then that's where it goes wrong. If a mere plays three five two and you don't do anything to go at that that space. 
you're asking for it. Um, I, I'm sure Amir won't mind me sort of saying it, but it was like this week when I played Amir in the Champions League, uh, all of his defence, none, none of them had uh, above nine for heading. So I went with Cornelius up top as a target mm. man with 10 heading and just played it into him and yeah. Gore Savick. Um, so that was the game plan. I think Amir knew that. That's why he played the way he did um, to try and sort of uh, limit that, which yeah, he did quite effectively. Obviously, it went to extra time, so he did quite well. But I think from what I've seen there, there was no exploitation of the flanks. Yeah, yeah, I think this game is very much like that. If unless you do something to it, you know, actually uh, tactically to exploit something, yeah, you, know, you will get away with it. It's it, it, to me, it's like, um, what would you say? I suppose. I mean, like it, it, it's sort of like um, playing out of defence and 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 not you know, and the other person not doing anything to stop that. You know, it, it's you're asking for trouble. So yeah, I I don't I don't see anything wrong with it, especially tactically. I, I, you know, there's if there's not something done about it, yeah, yeah, it's exactly that. Yeah, but in you know Rangers' defence, I think he's probably no one was gonna he wasn't gonna expect Amir to play three five no, two. No, 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 definitely not. So you're gonna be a bit upset, you know. Oh, 100 percent agree with him. Yeah, yeah, I I can see like on <laughs> on paper why he anyone would be you know but uh so you could just be like me just stick to what you know in it i've got i, I make little tweaks <laughs> but i don't change too much <laughs> there'll be yeah, no me and you three, me and you are literally the polar opposites yeah <laughs> there'll be no three five uh, two switching for me that's for sure <laughs> no i mean like literally this season i i've played a four four two a four three three a four five one a five three two and a five four one and <laughs> I, I, I know shit house teams. I've I've parked the bus when I've needed to. I um I think probably most. I think probably Barcelona was the one I, I probably mostly shit house. I, I try to lock it down because he's all yeah. Jamie's just got a great team and he always has. He always gets one over. So it's like that. We'll lock that down. And then yeah, the quite quite the opposite when you go after teams. I think yeah, Jay in the Champions League was probably uh, a a big point of me you know uh, doing that. I, I think I beat him three three nil and that was probably the most aggressive. I've gone after someone in a, in a game. See, tactically, I make tweaks, but I only ever play four five one. Oh, okay. I've no, I've no problem like saying that. I will always set up four five one pretty much for the rest of my life. I'm a four five one guy, <laughs> but sometimes I make little tweaks. I play a centre mid in instead of a playmaker, and that's what I did this week too. I maybe played a bit too defensive, you know. Yeah, yeah. How about you guys? What's your thoughts on this and and how you yeah how you approach it? Same reason why three five two can't work. It's a viable formation as long as you do it in the right time in the right place for the right players. Um, it's just as viable as five three two. It's it's one of them where I suppose on the surface it sounds like a bit of a strange one, but then again by the same token you can play five four one and still be very attacking. It mm. seems counterintuitive, but yeah. If you've got the right players in the right places, using the right tactics, the SAs are all in the right spots, then and assuming the opposition doesn't, you know, deliberately or accidentally take advantage of something, then yeah, go for it. I've never played it myself, but if it works, go for it. You know, if you think it's going to be something that will exploit the weakness the opposition's going to give out, happy days. Yeah, I, I, I did it in the first leg against Amir, and I think even he would admit I, I never parked the bus against him. Yeah, you know, I, I I did try to win the game, and granted, yeah, you know, he just he just beat me fair and square. Yeah, you know, beat me two one. But um, 
Yeah, you, you, you had one. to like you didn't really have much choices either. If he's got three defenders out, he's playing you as well. Yeah, yeah. like you know, and three five two has worked with many many clubs. Look at like Sheffield United have done it quite well. You know what I mean? Over yeah, the years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but when if you'd seen like three or four defenders out, maybe your brain would be like, well, he hasn't really got much choice. You know? So yeah, I suppose yeah. I, I, I think as well, Amir sort of said it was, I think he knew that I know like my tactics side of things. So I think he knew like that, that was something that would be an option I would consider. And I, I wouldn't, I, I would exploit those sort of areas. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's why he, 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 he yeah, yeah, he was pretty much because of, because of his injury. Uh, I think it was more suspensions, I think, than injuries, but yeah, he still had like his main three defenders out. So I don't think he had a choice in pretty much what he played maybe tactically i mean that's and something we can always argue in it you know what ifs and what we could have played mm. and stuff like that but um yeah i, I think it's uh definitely an interesting if uh, an interesting conversation to have okay all right <laughs> uh, moving on anyway so I was going to ask you guys as well. Um, obviously, Ben recently put on the uh, forum about the SA changes, potential changes, uh, and I wondered what your thoughts are on that. And it does seem as well, um, another sort of thing just to touch on as well, is like the overwhelming majority seem to think nothing should be implemented in this game. Is that something you guys would uh, agree with as well? Or yeah, are you quite happy for it to change in this game? Or what would be your thoughts on it? You can't change anything mid-game, can you? I'd hope not. Me personally, I, I, I sort of put my my yeah. Yeah, people uh, have tons in place. You know, we we obviously know that people are going to get UE points for Christmas as normal. People already have plans for them. You can't you, you can't change the goalpost mid, mid mid game. No chance. It caused outrage. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah, sure I, I, Steve. I, oh, okay. No, go on, go on, Steve. No, go on. Sorry. <laughs> I pretty much agree. You know, I've got no issues with the changes being proposed or changes being made. But midway through a game, I think the cons would outweigh the pros. So I would wait until the next game starts and go for it. Then, if any changes happen now, then you know there'll be the usual, you know, chest beating on WhatsApp for a couple of weeks, and then everybody would probably move on with their lives and do it anyway. So I mean, it wouldn't particularly bother me either way, but. I think it would be better if he waited until the start of one two two because it's just going to save him a load of shitty emails from numbies. Yeah, that's a first brutal look, but fair point. Look at, look at the meltdown <laughs> when the form didn't work and Ben couldn't even do anything about that. You know, um, I don't, I don't see the point. Like this game is what it is. We've enjoyed it. I are enjoying it. I don't. I think it would just be silly to change something after three seasons. Just leave it and put suggestions forward for a new one when the new one comes. Add some things then, because then it's all exciting then. It's something new to, loo- to learn. And, you know, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think changing anything. As Dave said, we, we, we're all in a routine now. We know we're getting these points then. No, the, just leave it. It's, there's nothing wrong with this game, really, at the minute. You know, there's stuff that we've learned from this one that will make future ones better, I think. But I wouldn't change anything. Oh, fair play. I, th- I think it t- sort of ties into another question we got, Daryl, which was um, 
sort of related in, in a sense it was about like longevity and like you know if that's Wait. something if ben yeah yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> 10 speed, boys. 10 speed next. 10 oh, speed Christ. and longevity. Let's drink. No. Oh, uh, yeah. As soon as you get that message, say, so, could you ask this on the podcast? Yeah, it's just about longevity. And they're like, oh, for fuck's sake. I don't even read the whole uh, message. If I see the number 10, no, no, I delete I, it. I glanced, I, I glanced it. I was just like, oh, no. Nate's going to kill me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it was just basically sort of on, on a similar par with um, this whole thing. It's like, yeah, if Ben was to do. He was sort of saying something uh, a while back about um, potentially reducing its effects or something like that. Um, did you think that's something that should happen? And again, uh, what's been asked is, should that happen in this game or should it wait until a later game? Um, like, I've only used it on one. Actually, I think I put it on Suarez. And you've got Suarez now, haven't you, Dave? I just thought I'd get him in to um, push you off. Yeah. Him in the <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew it was that. I knew he's he didn't need him. I'm like, why is he signed him? He doesn't need him. Like, fuck's <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, I, I put it on him and I put it on Anua. And like, I know it's been a bit of a meme, but you know how good Anua has been with longevity. You know, he's 34 years old. He's still, a th- well, he was a 38 Center back before his injury, and his speed didn't go down. Just his stamina went down one with a fractured leg. He's been an absolute animal for me. Like never got under eighty. Thirty four years old, nine speed. Nothing's been affected. And I've I've kind of leaned on it, you know. Like I know he's there. Like if someone's injured or off the bench, and I throw on another defender or something, like I know he's not changing. And I think maybe it should be a little bit more unpredictable. I like because right. I've known like when I had these two centre backs injured, I was like, I know I can play a newer because I know he's still 38. Look at my reserves, hasn't changed. Do you know what I mean? Like he's still the same. So maybe just a little bit more unpredictable, but it definitely needs to be more expensive. I don't know okay. if the effects need, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe the effects could stay if it was more expensive, but 100% needs to be more expensive. It's way. I've got way too much out of it's it. It's quite. It's quite then, OP, isn't it? What is it? Two hundred and fifty karma, three hundred karma. It's nothing. How much is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two fish chips. Two fifty. See, I have yeah. Two fifty. Wow. And I've got way, way yeah, more yeah, out yeah. of it than two fifty. Oh, trust me. I, I, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll have my say on it a bit, but I, I've got. I'll be doing it. So it's, it's not from a. Uh, a biased position or anything like that. I'll be taking full advantage of longevity in this game. Yeah. I got like Brozovic and Lalori and yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Uh, and the thing is, Cornelius is, that, is 28. He'll probably be getting it soon. So. And as it's only 250, like I'll put it on my backup keeper because I know he will hold rating the rest of this game. And I don't have to worry like if my keeper goes down or something like, I, cause it's so cheap. I can just put it on a backup player. That's kind of where I'm at with it. I, I know I've got solid depth. If I put longevity on a load of experience. So yeah. you would just stick it on them because you know they're going to stay like that. Like Anua hasn't changed. He's, he's in fact, he went up at the beginning of season three at 34 years old, you know? So yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's too cheap for what it does. But if you keep the price, then you have to change the effects, I think. Okay, okay. Uh, Steve, what you, what's your thoughts? I like longevity. I like what it does. It's... Yeah. I think... First ever game I played in this one was game 26. There was no karma, there was no SAs, none of this stuff. And yeah. thoroughly enjoyed the game at the time, but it had the same weakness every other player by mail used to have, which was everybody would start off with the standard squad, and then it would be a race to see who would get the best younger squad. 
and that kind of became the pattern regardless of it and players mm. who were 27 28 29 they were basically untradeable nobody wanted them you couldn't do anything with them and all of a sudden when you have longevity on somebody they become relevant again until the 32 33 and I think it just changes the dynamic of, game, of the game a little bit. Is it too cheap? Arguably, you you do get a lot from it. You know, it's I've got I've got no issue with it stopping players from reducing in stats for however long longevity lasts for. But maybe it should also cap the stats at the same time. You know, but yeah, it's probably the pot calling the kettle black because you know I've benefited from that massively this season. I used to have Kramer as a man who I think he came to me as a one on one. He ended with like. You know, 29, 30 year old with longevity, you went up to a 103. Should he be going up at that type of age? I don't know. He was, he was an absolutely cracking player. But, you know, by the same token, if he didn't have longevity on him, would I have been able to sell him for cash as easily as I did? So it's from a commerce perspective within the game, I think it it's a massive boon because it keeps players relevant beyond a certain age because otherwise, like I say, it just it falls into that same sort of pattern that all the other games used to do when it was just. You know, oh, oh, my squad's under 22 years of age. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, fuck off. But, yeah, yeah. To, be, to be fair, there'd be no other reason for me to have kept someone like Anua. And it's become a bit of a meme. And as I say, he's definitely a go-to guy for me, as you know. Like, I've always bragged about it. And longevity has made that... Yeah, yeah. ...has made it more fun to have that old head, you know? Like, I, yeah. as I say, never had a problem playing him. Like, I could always put him in and I know I'll get 80-plus performance, you know? What more do I want yeah, from yeah. a 34-year-old? Yeah, yeah, very very good point. Uh, what about you, Dave? Uh, I do like longevity, um, but when you look at what else you've got to spend your karma on, it is, it is far too cheap. You know, um, when you think reducing an injury by two weeks is 140 karma, is it? Yeah. And that's 250. It's... You know, where's the value? You know, where is the value? Yeah, agreed. So what is Suarez still? Say that again. What is Suarez now? Like, because he's still, he's he's got it, hasn't he? Suarez is. He doesn't even know. See, he signed him as a total meme. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he does. He doesn't even know what position he is. What the hell is this? Is, is he a one of... man? Is he centre forward? <laughs> he's one. One else, we thirty-eight is uh, an inside forward and a centre forward. So he was a centre forward. He was a thirty-eight centre forward with me. So he hasn't changed. He he may well get a game this week. You know, <laughs> just out of spite. <laughs> well, I, I I hope he scores an own goal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I won't do. I won't leave him in the stands. <laughs> hey. Oh, love that throwback there. Right. That's brilliant. No, that How was, good is that throwback? That was terrible. <laughs> that, that's that's the original way that I played. <laughs> oh, that's, that's peak Daryl. That is. That is. That, if you could sum up my UE career over the years, that is about it. That's about the level it's got to. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I, I think my, I'd have to echo what, what Steve said. I, I think for me... Uh, I've I've always thought there's there's a bit too much to longevity. I think longevity should cap a player. It shouldn't uh, allow him to rise, but it shouldn't allow him to drop. And I think that's where it should stay. Um, I know there's always been that argument when people say, yeah, but you know, Ronaldo and all those sort of players, 
uh, last longer these days, you know, sports science and, uh, you know, and all that. And, and, and I agree. I do agree to a point, but no one could tell me like Ronaldo this season is Ronaldo of five seasons ago or Messi is the same as he was five years ago. That They do get worse. It's just because they're that good. They're still better than everyone else. That's that's the point. It's so I, I don't agree with the whole, well, you know, Ronaldo's still great. Yeah, he is, but he's nowhere near what he was in, you know, in, in games gone, uh, well, in seasons gone by in real life. Um, and yeah, and I think that should reflect. Otherwise, it, it sort of, it, it's going to, again, lead to, it, it sort of curbs squad building, really, because like with how slow the stat rises have been, especially even with pop players, it, it's leading teams to just not really bother with it. So there's not, not really squad building. It's a case of getting those good experienced players in and longevity in them and then uh, running with that. I mean, that's that's exactly how I would approach the game uh, if I could have started again. If I knew what I knew now, I, I wouldn't have... I'd like Camacho. Um, well, he'd be like on the bench, but I'd, I'd probably have like more experienced players who are, are you know, a lot higher OAPV. I would, I would have brought them in and done a job properly but um yeah that's that's just my opinion um yeah maybe, i think maybe nothing, the way to nothing fix in this it, game though make the i think cut, nothing in this game make it worth more make it works more more karma and maybe it yeah, just, just locks it. locks the positional value locks the pv yeah, so they yeah. can still play the role to whatever level but maybe other stats go down maybe it just locks so anua for instance would lock at 37 center back but other stats would drop as the season go on maybe it just locks the position and it's a bit more expensive Maybe that's the only tweet, but I, I've liked it. I've liked it. Yeah, maybe speed and stamina I, I love just it. go yeah. down one every year. But I really like it. As I say, it's been really good addition. It's helped me play other players because, as I said, you know, Andu has been in and out my team always. So, you know, I've I've enjoyed it. You know, but maybe it does need at very least, if nothing else changes, it has to be closer to the thousand karma mark for me for the value you get out of it. Yeah, because it is it's it's as strong as um, it's as strong as pot, easily. With, Almost, especially it's like it's like old considering how pot. slow. It's like yeah, I mean, consider, considering how slow the rises are in pot. <laughs> Don't give me longevity, then, please, Jesus. <laughs> he wants a pot. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, I, you're I, on the country, I don't think you need old man pot. <laughs> Listen, yeah, I yeah. think he's doing quite well lately, isn't he? Yeah, I'm not doing too bad, actually. TikTok is the new Tinder, lads. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. So I'm just going to move on now uh, to sort of one of the, the last things I sort of want to touch on, which was, yeah, we usually do like the league reviews. Um, but what I wanted to do is, is sort of like focus on one league in particular uh, and about the... Yeah, we're getting to the business end of the season now. It's it's you know time's running out for teams, uh, and I wanted to sort of look at you know championship and promotion candidates as as we run in now. And I think you know uh, I've just shared this on this on this Discord here. If you guys can see that now, the UK Prem, you can see that. Yep. Yeah, on the Discord channel. So um, yeah, I just the Celtic down there. Though. Yeah, they're done sublime, aren't they? And absolutely sublime. They've. Uh... Who was the team they actually drew to? <laughs> That's, uh, that's what I want to know. Probably Amir. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... What is that Sorry, one mate. point? <laughs> oh, Some, someone's really pissed off over that. Someone's got to be pissed off over that. Yeah. No one's going to own up to that, are they? If, <laughs> if it had been in the other league, I would have said it was easily Callum, innit? Something Callum would do. 
losing to Maxi this week. Sorry, go on. (laughs) Go on, you rub it in. You rub it in. Fucking lost to Maxi. Useless. What a useless turd. What a useless turd. (laughs) Maxi doing the Welsh lads proud. Go on, Maxi. Fuck him up. Love it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously UK Prem, Man City are currently five points clear. I mean, title there's to blow. Yeah, well, it's got to be. It's got to be, isn't it? Surely, surely now. I mean, but you yeah. have to say, I mean, that is an absolutely massive win for Carlos Exeter. Huge. Our cap- captain, Captain Duck. Huge win. He seems to have had a little bit of form as well. Like, so good time to do that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like United and Villa have just they screwed themselves, just didn't they? Dro- dropped they? away a bit, haven't they? Yeah, and Amir's just powering through the end of season, you know? It's just how it goes sometimes. But yeah, I can't see them catching Amir. I mean, he won't, he won't take anything for granted because there's still two very good teams who could start winning instantly, but it would need Amir to, what, lose two games in the last four? Don't see it. Don't see it. Yeah, yeah. It's a fair, that's a fair point. It's a fair point. Uh, who do you, you sort of like look at there, though, and think, um, you know, there's just that, you know, West Ham's just outside of it. I think Leicester probably too far from the Champions League spots. Could, could West Ham, could uh, Jesse there, could he could he change it? He's just took over from Richard. I mean, he's got a good track, or, track record with Anderlecht. And do you think he could he could sneak in there? I think so. Uh... Jesse Managerial Consortium or whoever it is that helps him. Yeah. <laughs> ben. So he's, um, ben. He's done a, he did a phenomenal it. job. However he did it, he did a phenomenal job with Anderlecht. He did oh. a superb job with yeah. it. I mean, he, you know, he, he pulled away from Mark Road. I mean, how many people do that? And he's got a hell of a team at West Ham, but I'd say it's probably between him and Leeds. I think Tottenham will just have too much to drop many more points in them. I think West Ham and Leeds will probably battle it out for that last spot. And I don't know. I think Jesse might cheer it. He just seems to be in form, whereas Leeds just seem to be, at least in the five, last five games, looking purely on form. I think West Ham will find those extra two, three points and overtake Leeds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to... West Ham are in better form than the other two. So it's just... Definitely, definitely of, doable, isn't it? Which one of Tottenham and Leeds don't don't pick themselves up? And I, I don't know. I think Tottenham. I think Leeds last three games he's got two wins. Tottenham haven't won in three. I think it'll be Tottenham that miss out. I think Leeds and West Ham will, will finish in the top top five. I bet Nathan wishes he took over Brighton about four weeks earlier. Yeah, do you know? Uh, well, I tell you what, I, I was just about to touch on that, uh, and it pains me to do it as you know, he, as he is a uh, you know a supporter of Middlesex's finest. Um, but he's, but he's, uh, he's took over from Faddy at Brighton and he, he's done absolutely phenomenal. He's just beaten Man United 2-1 and then he's just gone and trounced Tottenham 3-1. I mean, that, that's two exceptional results in, in my opinion. And I think it shows like, you know, you know for someone who's been uh, sort of in division four, you could see. In Division Four South with Tondela, especially this season, he's starting to get it clicking. He's starting to, you know, get get things going how he wants them to go, and uh, getting those right deals in, getting the tactics right, getting the setup he wants and the players in he wants. 
and he's making it work really, really well. And it looks like he's doing exactly the same here. What do you guys think? Totally agree. Well, he's absolutely flying. Tom, Tom Deliver now top. And I think they've yeah. done the last five or six on the bounce. Yep. And yeah, exceptional work. I must admit, I asked him what the secret was a couple of days ago. It's because he's a closet Arsenal fan, really. <laughs> that's, that's that's the truth. He, he's is, got when, a little, he's... when you talk to Nave and you hear his <laughs> style and bits and pieces like this, it's only been a matter of time for it to come through for me. Yeah. You know, like you turn them draws into wins. It's not, you know, I know you mean because he's Middlesex's finest. He knows he's got a good setup, and I think he's he started to show, as you say, Tondela are flying. Brighton, clearly, you know, what yeah, he's got I mean, in there. And he's not even like, okay, it's Faddy's work, because he's made a lot of changes. You know, he's always mentioned on the transfer roundup. You know, he's always doing stuff. Yeah, he's, he's do, he always does think he, mm. he makes a team how he wants it to be, and, yeah. you know, he, he's got it working. And, yeah, I mean, all, all banter aside, I, I, I've spoke to him, like, quite a fair bit, and... The, the thing that's always stood out is you, he's always had this plan and yeah, you can see what he's trying to do and it, and it's working. And I, I think he was always in that false position because he drew so many, but he only lost, I think one with Tondela. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it shows he knows what he's doing mm. and yeah, and he, he he's getting, he's, he's starting to click and that's going to be the scary thing for other premier league sides. I think he's going to be, if he can continue this and keep getting those signings in and keep building, I, I think next season he's one to watch. Could be. I, uh, for Champions League spots, I, I really think that. Could be. 100% could yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah. When did and, Andy uh, take over Leeds? What was that? When did Andy Davidson take over Leeds? I didn't even uh, know. I, I think uh, recently I think it was like when all Ben the same time. Out. Yeah, ben, ben quit. Uh, I think it was really? the same time, like when Jesse took over. I think it was around that time, around the same time. I see. I didn't know that. I, and I was going to ask you guys, I mean, what, what you think down, what your thoughts are down the bottom. I mean, obviously, uh, well, what can we say about Selwick? I mean, it's arguably <laughs> I reckon they could one do of it. the, oh, yeah. jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I, no, yeah. do you know what? I'm not, I, yeah, let's, let's ignore that. Cause I, I don't want to shit house the guy. I mean, he's obviously, obviously paying to play and yeah. Not a bad team though, is it? No, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, it could well be a manager, a new manager who just doesn't get the game um, or it's just not working for him or, or whatever. He's yeah. done a few deals lately as well, so he's obviously yeah, yeah. into the game, which is surprisingly when you're that bad at it. Yeah. Um, Minus yeah, 55 definitely, definitely. goal difference. What's funny, though, is uh, he's got a striker in like seventh place on the best performance. This is funny, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's all like Arsenal in September, wasn't it? <laughs> but, um, but, I mean, like, who... Uh, who who do you think from like the, the the sort of the bottom four there? I mean, Chelsea's the the big surprise in really poor form, but Newcastle, you know, Jack Harvey's Newcastle sort of slipping away a little bit there, and Exeter, uh, Carlos there, starting to piece it piece it together. You know, a really really good win against Man United. I I don't know if he would have expected that going into it, but I mean, what a hell of a result for Carlos. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think Newcastle go down. He's in a bad, bad spot of form, isn't he? Yeah, I think Rangers and Exeter pick up points when they kind of need to. Um, yeah, I think Newcastle. Like, what a drop! But, uh, yeah, I think I think Newcastle good. Yeah, and a huge game for Newcastle this week. They've got Manchester United. Yeah, that'll be really tough. I think that Steve's going to be out to 
to turn that around because he's he's been in a little bit of an off form, uh, you know, and, but that doesn't usually last. With Steve, it, it, I think I can see him turning that around. Don't know what you guys saw, your your thoughts there. He always seems to. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He always seems to turn it around there, but never seems to go forward. He always, he's, I think, I'm sure it's the last two seasons we've been talking about him down there. I think he's got enough to stay up, but I think Newcastle's form would be the worry for me. Yeah, and I think Dan's got the excellent chance. Uh, Dan with Chelsea, he's got an excellent chance to sort of get back into sort of winning ways. He faces Celtic this week, which should be an absolute banker for him. But um, he's got the easiest fixture this week, you know. Uh, well, you they're know, all they're all going to be wanting that, aren't they? You know, Rangers away at Leeds, uh, Newcastle got Man United. All tough games, and Chelsea's got Celtic. So if Chelsea want to get back into the mix of staying up, they. This is the week that they need to do it. Yeah, it's hideously yeah. tight down there. I think goal difference is going to be a massive factor by the time they get to the end of this season because, you know, Chelsea are three points behind other teams, but if other results go their way, they're going to leapfrog about three positions just by beating Celtic, assuming they beat them. So it's, mm. yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's a question for you guys. I think you've all played the game longer than me. Have you guys ever seen uh, a league title or a relegation come down to goal difference? Probably. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it'll have happened. It has to have happened. Callum, yeah, Callum I, was I, always I, too far ahead of me, little bitch. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it must have happened. It, I, I feel he's like... not scarred. He's not scarred. <laughs> um, I feel like it must have happened, but I couldn't. I yeah, couldn't I tell you like one I've, that I remember. I don't know if I've sort of like personally seen it, but I feel like maybe someone's like showed me like a screenshot of, of a league and it's happened or or that, something like that. Do that you know what I mean? Sick, losing, on, losing a league on goal oh, difference. Oh, losing the last day on goal I difference. Be, Could you I imagine that? I'd, I would quit. I'd be gone. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, Christ almighty. That's going to be me like me next season when I when I draw uh, Amir in the Champions League again. I'm just going to quit. That's like that. I'll, <laughs> take, I'll take that. I'll take it pre... I'll take the, the, take the victory beforehand and just quit the game. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i think we're uh gonna start round, uh, winding this up and um daryl we got a transfer roundup no he hasn't said no yes <laughs> <laughs> to say zero otherwise uh no right so this week's top cash buys martins was the biggest cash buy this week when he left chelsea in an 80 million pound move 23-year-old is a 99-08-38 target man centre forward with determination. And he joins Sheffield United. Sheffield United do bits. You know that. Reese is when you think what Reese took over, that was a mess that was left. Like I just want I saw this earlier. Like the deals that he's done and the squad that he has now, hats off to Reese. Yeah. Um, and that's a record move for the club. Sheffield United directors are said to be pleased but puzzled with the deal. Work that one out. This week's top swap deals. <laughs> Selk was on the move this week as Wolves have started winning. So it's only right they let their best player leave as Selk, 2,639 target man, 38 centre forward with reliability, resilient. Is it resilience? Yeah. And Pot, he joined Chelsea in exchange for 65 million. And Reese Oxford, 22-year-old, 102, 37 centre back, centre mid with determination. And Pot, a certain Scottish manager stated, shows how shit Joe is, silly cunt. To be fair, normal service <laughs> was resumed this week as they lost to Norwich. Zwart oh, has left Aston Villa for a transponspor. 
102.37 right there forward. Center forward with Nos, GSI, and Pop. Oh, that's that one have on the bench, isn't it? Um, and was swapped for Edouard. 24.103.38 center forward. 37 target man with GSI, Determination, and Pop. 21 million was included as well. The busiest manager this week. Just what we were saying. Fabian joined the Inform Brighton, who are absolutely flying. 25-year-old, 102-38 free roll with GSI flair. Cost 62 million. And Lamptey, 20-102-37 fullback with character and pop. And he went to Watford. Nice to see non-pop for pop player deals going through, as it does happen, as long as the non-pop player is much better. But Lamptey is very good too. Um, and the Dave Hammond transfer Ooh. special. Big player to move this week was Manati, who left Levante in a deal that sees three players head to Barcelona. Ross is desperate to avoid relegation and feels this is the final throw of the dice. Manetti is a 23-108-37 right-back sweeper, 36 centre-back and right-wing-back, determination leader and pot. And I have to say, I think Upton had him originally. Signed him from, like, uh, a scout. He was a scouted find. He bought him for, like, cash for, like, 40 wow. mil. Holy shit. Yeah, That's bad, and he's absolutely disgustingly good. That, yeah, I'm sure it was a scout. He got him for, like, 40 mil. Um, the three players that move to Levante as they move only, as they move to only goal difference separating them from staying up are Costa, 3205, 38 centre forward, right forward. The man with the great cross in ATEL. Um, he's yeah, got determination, games and ship, and longevity. Isco, 29, <laughs> free roll with flair, composure, and longevity. See, Costa and Isco, see, Ross has figured it out. He needs to stay up. Costa's going to hold that rating. Isco's going to hold that rating. There's clever signings. Yeah. Clever Yeah, it's, I think that's a really good move. Yeah, from Ross. and he got, a really Olivier, move. he got Olivier, he got Oliveira, uh, 22-98-37 centre-back with reliability and pot. Interesting move and one that sees Barcelona look even sexier. It's a really good move because that, you know, that is a player that fits into that Barca team. And those three, though, at Ross, that could be just what he needs right now. You know, 100% could be what he needs right now. Clever deal. I like that. Well done. Lovely stuff. Yeah, well done. Well done. Uh, we're just going to finish off with some questions now from um, the, the I, forum and the, the community. I, and the, uh, I, love, I love Percy's one. You save Percy's till last. Oh, okay? I will. That's, that's the, yeah, I'm already on that. I'm, I'm going to end already... when you ask that one, all right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So first questions from Fozzy, uh, Krasnodar manager. He asks a uh, question to each of you. Name your your best three managers in game one, two, one, whether they've won things or built a boss team from nothing. Uh, Darrell, best three managers in the game? Reese at Shepherd United, just because of what he took over. Um, oh. I think Art Media guy, Andy Hare at Art Media, because of what he's created. And just because of the commitment that he has shown to how bad he was to now, I'm going to say Gary at NAC Breda. Like, no light. I, I'm sure Steve and Dave, like, Breda were bad. Like, yeah, were yeah, bad. Yeah, bad. Like, really one bad. of the worst teams I've ever played in UE. And that's not a knock on Gary, but they were awful. It was, you knew you was winning and winning well. And he stuck to it. And he's actually got a team that I think will push towards top three next season now. And like, he, he's done that all on his own, you know? Like, he's figured it out. He's worked hard. He's learned. He's taken his slaps. So, yeah, I would say those three. Andy Hare, Reese, and Gary Webb. All right, Dave? Um, Jesse, first game. Yeah. Can't, 
can't knock his success, can you? Uh, he's even doing it at West Ham now. Um, mm-hmm. I'd have to go with Andy at Out Media. You know that that team is is up there, isn't it? You know, yeah, it's not sure. not one you'd want to face in, say, a Champions League semi final. <laughs> and probably Menorca. Um, oh, that's a good shout. Yeah, good shout. You know, and he's he was starting fourth division, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. he's going to be he's going to be in the top division next season, and he's lost one all season in the league. So uh, yeah, he's done there. His team his team is hot as well. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So. And he knows his team so well, does he? Like he's built exactly what his vision was is what he's built in that Mallorca team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve, purely from a squad building perspective, it is really difficult to look at. Anyone beyond Art Media, you know, Andy at Art Media, and yep. you know, President Company, you know, President Company, Mr. Hammond, because that Mines team is just filth. It's just yeah. absolute filth. So, yeah, you know, it's one of them where uh, on paper I shouldn't be beating him 2 1. I just shouldn't. So, you know, you've got to take your hat off and say, well played, building That's a team like that from the fourth division. Under, underhand little, little <laughs> slap around the cheek. Go, yeah, you built a great team, but I still fucked you up. Come <laughs> yeah. on, we'll get yours in as well, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah, you lost you lost two in your Dave with that great team that Steve's talking about. Who was it? He lost two. Me. Oh, was it? Oh, sorry, I forgot. Comfortably as well. Comfortably. I only beat him in the other game because he didn't send his fucking turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I remember that. That would never happen again. It would never. You still only beat me three um, two as well. One more, Steve. Was there? And beyond that, honestly, it's going to be difficult to pick a particular one because you know there's. The likes of yourself punching above your weight with Sporting Lisbon or managing to do it consistently all season in just about yeah, every competition you're doing. You've got definitely. Martin at Atletico Madrid, who is mm-hmm. Martin doing what he does at Atletico Madrid. You know, I mean, nobody's mentioned Mark Rohn, who is Mark Rohn. I've got yeah. Echo Gates and Jesse, yeah, yeah. Jesse, Platinum manager. Amir, as much as he's you know, a bit of a shit house and an interesting character at times. <laughs> <laughs> He started with a cracking team at Man City and he's managed to keep a cracking team at Man City and he's still fighting and up there with him, you're winning things in the middle of season three in the middle of a hard format game. So again, you know, hats off. But, you know, I, I don't think I could pick a third one, to be honest. You know, and it's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, tough. It's, it's a tough one. And I mean, I'll mention Jay as well because you know, he's had a lot of shit from a lot of people. But right, we're, we're done for, uh, for today. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he has done. Yeah, he's he's, he's yeah, still up yeah. there. He's still fighting. He's still doing well, you know, regardless of everything else. So just for the sheer grit of getting through the nonsense he's had to put it with over the last few weeks or so, self inflicted though it might have been, then. Yeah. You know, fair play for sticking with it, and he's still doing yeah, it over yeah. three seasons. So, yeah, yeah, we're we're all out at the end of yeah, at the end of that one. So that's that's a good one. Yeah, it's, it's nice to sort of put it all behind us and crack on. How did he get on in the Champions League this week? Did he, uh, he's did out. He oh. I think I, I can't. I, someone knocked him out. I can't remember. <laughs> that's, that's my mind. Uh, You're I think all a for bunch me, shithouses. Oh my god! I, I, yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say, but I think my first pick would normally be Amir. But considering I absolutely smashed him to pieces, um, <laughs> no, uh, no, Amir is definitely, definitely one of mine. I think, I think he's definitely up there. It, it, he's, he's got to be in the conversation for one of the best managers. He's tactically solid. Got got unlucky, obviously, this week. I, I think any other normal week, he's he's incredibly tough to beat. Uh, and he's consistent, builds good squads, and he's consistent, and he's tactically quite sound. Uh, yeah, I, I'd put him in there. I think 
yeah, you've got to say Andy Hare for Alita. I think he's going to probably win like manager of the season if we do that podcast award sort of thing again. Oh, he's got to, got he's to got to be in there with a shout. It's incredible side. Just because great, of great like job. how the game unbeaten is played, as well, unbeaten know, yeah. and yeah, it's just consistently solid. Um, a third one, I, th- I agree, with Steve. I mean, that's that's a tough one. A third one, I'd I'd, you know, I'd have to go with uh, um, Andy Young. I think Andy Young at Mallorca has mm. done an incredible job. I, I, I'd say I, I know who you said honourable mentions to. I agree with most of them. I think the only other one I'd chuck in there is is probably Nath at Tondela. I think mm-hmm. he's done a yeah. great job. It, you know, yeah. he, and he's yeah, not only yeah. has he proved it at Division Four where he's only lost one game, he's proved it now in the Premier League. There's not many that have made that transition uh, and proven themselves. Um, and I, I like that because I feel like that's where I'm at in the Champions League, so I can kind of relate. It feels like I feels like I had a point to prove that it wasn't that first that first season in the, in the Premier League wasn't a, a fluke. And you know, and now I'm sort of like technically, I suppose, I'm one of the top four sides in the, in the in Europe. So. Yeah, it's pretty, yeah, it's nice. I wouldn't it's, it's boast about feeling. that. Lewis was one of the top two, and look at the state of him now. Holy <laughs> shit! Uh, <laughs> uh, Nick at Nick at Solihull Moors. Uh, he uh, asked, "Always enjoy listening to podcast." Question for those who have been promoted this season or close to promotion: How have you found the uh, the promotion battles in game one two one so far? With so many top managers in the game, does it feel any easier or harder than other games? Never easy. Ever easy. Harder. Yeah. Much harder. Yeah, like better class of managers. Yeah, like you, you have to concentrate every game. Like if you've gone on a good run, you've won seven or eight in a row. You know, like Steve Dice, because you've earned it. It hasn't been luck that has got that got people up for me. Um, yeah, but it's all it's been. It's been easier to build a team, maybe because I've been paying more attention. I feel it's been easier to build a good team, but everyone else has done that too. You know. Um, so I think harder. I, I don't. I couldn't. Yeah, definitely not easier than any game I've played. Oh yeah, I'm assuming you're all agreeing there. Do we? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, next season's going to be fun. <laughs> oh, we're looking forward to this. We're going to be getting you boys on for more banter. I love it. Very much so. Uh, Gary uh, uh, Brader, who you talked about just a little while ago, Daryl, he's just asked, uh, if you could twat any celebrity in the face with a cactus, who would it be and why? Dermot, oh, um, the guy that did the X Factor, what's his name? Dermot O'Leary. Got it. Oh, fuck, I hate, I hate that twat. <laughs> He's just an obnoxious <laughs> twat, isn't he? It's just like there's nothing that like he speaks, and I, I, I like I can feel rage. He's just an obnoxious gobshite. Yeah, Dermot O'Leary. I would do it for free every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, that's mine. Okay, uh, Dave. Piers Morgan, to be honest with you. He's a fucking yeah. Arsenal fan. Oh, fair fair shout. That's a fair no, shout. he's not. No, he's not. We're <laughs> yeah. not having that. He he's a, a blight. He's a blight. He's a toss pot. <laughs> he's he's not an Arsenal fan. Let's not. Con- yeah. Let's, oh no. I'm not having that. I'm not having that. We we've disowned him. It's like a redheaded stepchild. Uh, Steve. Uh, Katie Hawkins. Oh. Oh, good shout. Oh, good shout. 
In fact, I'll go you one better. I'll embed a cactus in P into Katie Hopkins' face and then pick her up by her legs and smash her in the with the two of them. And then that's just... <laughs> can, I, can I sneak Dermot in there, please? Just, just for me. Yeah, it's a, a triple Thanks. whammy. Um, Thanks, mate. Yeah, I, I think... I think mine would have to be as a guy, a presenter, isn't it? a radio presenter or something like that at LBC called Mike Graham. He's a big, fat, obnoxious prick. And one of the things <laughs> he says is he actually says he genuinely thinks he's never been wrong about anything. Oh, I was like, anyone who could say that, just fuck off out of my sight because you're just a prick. Arrogant is he, prick. Is he the one that says concrete grows this week? Yeah. Yeah. yeah concrete. Yeah, that's him. I uh, actually got blocked by him on Twitter. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm blocked by him on Twitter. I still haven't been blocked by Tony Watt. And do you know, right? So Tony Watt, I have given years of abuse to, <laughs> right? Years of abuse for being shit at Charlton. On his wedding day, he posted a picture of him and his wife saying, greatest day of my life. And I p replied saying, you're involved in the greatest day of my life when you fucked off out of England. <laughs> and he still hasn't blocked me. I don't know what I've got to do to that guy. Like, I don't know. Yeah, still. Not I've been blocked by a couple. Uh, I think the, uh, the probably the most famous was uh, George Groves, who fought uh, Cole Froch, the boxer. Oh, yeah, yeah I got I got blocked by him. I, I think because I was just shit housing him about getting knocked out at Wembley in front of yeah eighty odd thousand. So yeah, just a bit of banter for fun. <laughs> uh, uh, what's the last ones? Also, if you could put any legend into the game in game one two one into your team, who would it be? That's another Ooh. one from uh, Nick. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Neville Southall in goal. Ooh, good call. That's what I would do. With the way keepers have been, and I loved Neville yeah, Southall as a kid, okay. I'd okay. stick Neville, Neville Southall in goal for me. Mm. Oh, look, we stumped him. See? Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, I can't look past Gaza. He'd be straight in the team. Oh, yes. Gaza. Who was that? Sorry. Gaza. That's going to be Gaston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, quality player. Quality. Even I would admit that. One, one of the best. Uh, Dave? Um, Franny Jeffers, just so I could fuck him <laughs> off. <Hey. laughs> the legend. The Arsenal legend. <laughs> Franny Jeffers. Franny Jeffers. Wow. What a legend. Oh my God. I, I think mine would be blindly obvious. It's uh, Nathan's favourite player of all time, uh, Dennis Burkamp. <laughs> yeah, all, all day long. The man is God. Oh, he's uh, one, one, one of the best to ever come to the Premier League for me. One mate, of the best foreign I genuinely, ever. Yeah, I, I think he's one of the greatest. Genuinely, it, for me, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, yeah um, I'd agree with you. And Steve's just asked, the well, second to last one, he's put, what do you think of the job Amir has done this season? I think he'd done a great job until he came across me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dispatched. He met his match, didn't he? That's, that's I'm, I'm 100% that's quitting if I draw him next season. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to smash me. Um, right, yeah, the last one is uh, from Percy uh, at Lockwood, who said, fuck every one of them. That's to you three. <laughs> I think he's bitter. I'm not sure, lads. I think he might be bitter with you guys. To be fair, Percy probably of all of them would be more bitter because he really did get like buttfuck with suspensions and injuries that really did hit him. Like of all the teams, like he lost yeah. a lot of players. And then like the thing is he was then making deals to try and replace them. And you know, his state of mind must've gone all over the place. Yeah. He did get a his, his players or his own play or his own state of mind. Probably his own state of mind. To be fair. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, if, you, if he's thinking about fucking us three, his state of mind must be fucking horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. We just see Lewis in Division yeah. 2. Six points each, lads, for that one. Lovely. <laughs> and on that bombshell, I think we'll wrap it up. So, Daryl, thank you as always, mate. Uh, and Steve, uh, Dave, absolute pleasure having you guys but, on. And I just, good... uh, I just do a okay. Daryl story. Go on, then. Team Daryl ain't got one this weekend. So, Saturday night, goes out for a couple of, couple of pints, you know, two pints and I'll be on. One of the lads... Here, have some absinthe. Have some absinthe. No, no, oh, fucking oh. no. Right, I'll fucking have it. Fucking half past. <laughs> at the bar, I've got this one-year-old that was still in the pub. I'm holding this kid, one-year-old at the bar, and I headbutt it. Oh, I've done it. Okay. I, th I think you just topped Daryl's stories. Oh, um, <laughs> like the 25-year-old the, the inside me just said, come on, Dave, we're going out. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more about worried about the 25-year-old you're going to be inside of soon. Yeah. Listen. No, Daryl, I'm sure there's another story coming up soon. Another no, Tinder. I'm, tomorrow, tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll be oh, okay. So look forward to that next, e next, next week. week uh, ne the next, next episode week. of uh, Daryl's Debauchery. I, why I try and find, <laughs> try and get, get my innocence back from Colchester. It's still yeah, yeah, you, you know, season, season four is just going to be like a radio version of Philadelphia where you're, you're battling like AIDS and STDs. So, but one thing yeah. that did happen this week is my mum texts me right in the week and she was like, oh, I, I don't want to know. No, no, she, said, I, oh, she said, I found your TikTok. And I'm looking at this text and I'm like, fuck. So I replied, I'm like, oh yeah. And she just replied, she was like, is it my fault? <laughs> <laughs> yes, mum. Yes, it is. Fuck's sake. We lived in South London. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> no. Yeah. She's not impressed. She's not a fan. <laughs> well, if it makes a feeling better, I am. Yeah. So keep them coming. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> Right, well, thank you very much, guys, and I uh, hope you guys enjoy this on Saturday, and we shall see you all soon. Thank you.